Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Sergio. I'll be your host, my co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. Okay. All right, and then we have a, we have a full house. Um, we have a full house. We do. Yeah. And so I've got uh, some theme songs to play here because they all have their own little theme songs. So this one belongs to none other than a resident blaze of glory. I love that. Mr. Tony Williams, owner of Bide On Fishing. Good morning, Tony. Yeah, good morning, everyone. I love that song. I like that song. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, we love that song too, and welcome to you're in studio. Wow, Mia is here. That's two weeks that. in a row. Yeah, the national know, holiday has been declared. Yeah, but you know we have another one going on here. In studio, we got a full house. Without further ado, our resident earthworm, Igfa himself, IGFA, Max Fish Reports. Mr. Andrew Mack. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. Okay, just like that. See that? And, of course, we cannot forget, okay, this gentleman right here. He has, we call him old flat top, although I don't think he's ever had a flat top. But (laughs) All right, without further ado, Mr. Steve Carson, the director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. And yes, I have had a flat top. Oh, you did? Not, no, not in a while. Ah, yeah. I figured it'd been a little bit. Okay. Well, anyway, listen. A lot of stuff has been going on. We we were on the water a lot this week with Ron. We were up in Morro Bay. We we were on the Victory. We'll talk all about that. But before we go there, I need to turn it over to uh, Andrew. Um, give me a little bit of a freshwater report of what's been going on because we got a lot of salt water to talk about. Mm-hmm, that's true. Um, been a lot of fish caught in the freshwater, a lot of trout. The Sierras are going off everywhere. Um, the state has definitely picked up stocking this year. Uh, they're stocking a lot of places and a lot. Um, they're doing weekly, bi-weekly. Uh, like, for instance, you know, the Mammoth area has been getting stocked every week. The Bridgeport area has been getting stocked every week. And these aren't small fish. They're they're doing the state stocks, which are a lot bigger than last year. Last year, a lot of them were like six inches. This year, the average is the pound to maybe a pound and a half. But what are uh, some of the other places, like a, a, a Twin Lakes uh, Resort there in Bridgeport, they're actually getting bigger fish put in that they're paying for themselves. So basically what happened last week is that they put 600 pounds of fish that they paid for uh, that were an average of 7.5 pounds. 
And I've seen fish all the way up to about that nine, nine and a half pound range uh, being caught. It's It's been going crazy. I mean, it, it's it's so good. I mean, I've been there in this month alone. I've been there twice. And, and it's not just the lakes. It's the streams, uh, you know, the little rivers. Uh, there's a lot of water coming in. Not as much as there was a couple weeks ago. Um, I, a couple weeks ago, right there in June, uh, one of the creeks actually was coming over the road. Uh, went back there this past weekend, and the creek is back to normal. Um, you know, it's going under the road again. But there's just there's fish everywhere. I mean, I walked Rush Creek. I walked Robinson Creek. I mean, I fished lakeside, you know, on a boat on the shore. No matter where we went, we were catching fish. And it wasn't just us. We were watching multiple people catch fish from a boat. I even saw one guy catching a fish off a paddleboard. Uh, I don't know what he was throwing, but he was way out there, and you know, I watched him reeling a trout. Um, it's been very, very good uh, up there at the Sierras. So if you're going, I would say go. This is the time. A uh, lot of options up there, um, just depending on where you're going to go. Like, for instance, if you're going to go this next coming week, uh, Bridgeport is getting hit hard. Uh, hit hard meaning that they're stocking pretty much all the areas like Intake 2 is going to get stocked uh, Bishop Creek is going to get stocked South Lake, North Lake uh, which is the first time they stocked this season in North Lake, uh, Lake Sabrina um, Lone Pine, you know you got Goodale, all those areas are getting stocked and in Mono County you know next week you got both Bridgeports Bridgeport Lower, Bridgeport Upper Virginia Lake Lower, Virginia Lake Upper uh, you got Rock Creek, you got June Lake, Grant Lake, Gold Lake I mean, like I said, there's so many options for trout. Now, if you're going to be fishing down this way, uh, uh, Inland Empire area, uh, next week they will be stocking the Santa Ana River, uh, which is off the 38. I know I get I get a few questions every now and then. Well, where are they throwing in at? Where off the 38? So if you're going up the 38, you come up to where the South Fork comes underneath the road, and then you'll see the cabins. Drive down past that dirt road, past the cabins, and then remember. Whoever's doing the stocking, he's not going to hike, you know, a mile back in there to stock. He's looking for any big pools that he can pull the truck up to and throw in. So what I would do is I would find a nice big pool, park above it, hit that pool, and then walk down a quarter mile. Because, you know, once he throws in, those fish are going to get spread out going downstream. And then uh, you'll find them that way. <clears throat> now, if you're looking for catfish, uh, catfish, uh, they're being stocked at all the regional parks. Uh, also, uh, uh, this week coming, or this week actually on Friday the 11th, uh, uh, Rancho Harupa, Lake Skinner, and Lake Kawea all stocked 900 pounds of fish. Um, and then if you're going to fish next week for catfish, uh, Orange County is going to be stocking. So you got Yorba Regional Park, Clark Regional Park, Irvine Lake, and Irvine Regional Park. And then, you know, Lake Gregory has their last uh, catfish stock of the season on the 18th with uh, 1,500 pounds. Now, if you're looking for, you know, another lake that is loaded with fish, I'm talking carp, catfish, wiper, everything. I'm going to go to Tony for this one since he, you know, moved there. Since he lives there, right? Mm -hmm. So, Tony, where, where is this? Where is this place? I think you're talking about the famous Lake Elsinore, the infamous Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. Mm -hmm. These fish are getting big. You know, they've been, they have a stocking program. They've been stocking fish for years, and I'm talking thousands of heads of fish. Oh, we've been there. We, we've been there when they've actually, stocking, yeah. oh, several stockings. We've seen, uh, I was really interested when they put in the bass, so I would like to see that. Uh, a lot of catfish. Um, yeah, there's a lot of fish in that. They lake. even stock bluegill in there. 
Not a lot of lake stock bluegill. Mm-hmm. Red eye, the red eye sunfish, red ear sunfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's a lot of fish in there in that lake. In fact, um, I know that Danny's putting the finishing touches on the 10th annual Dream Extreme Fishing Derby that'll probably be out not this weekend, maybe next weekend. We'll ask mm-hmm. him uh, when he comes on at six. Yeah. Uh, so that that was a great episode, and to see the number of catfish mm-hmm. that were caught. Uh, it says that the the lake is finally because I mean once they started the the program you mm-hmm. caught some fish and then you know so but now eaten. after years and years you can see the residual of a lot of fish yeah. in there. Well, the wipers themselves are starting to get to where you know people. I just got a couple pictures from Jonathan and uh, and Giovanni from the city. Mm-hmm. He caught a nice wiper. It's probably twenty twenty inches maybe. Oh, so well, maybe you know, we'll get lucky beat. and Jonathan can call in. Yeah. Okay, and give us a report what's going on in the yeah. lake. I went out. I went out uh, just fishing the other day after a couple hours, and it was. I was the only one on the lake. It was just incredible. In fact, I went over to uh, JT's and the Bobber. They were having like a karaoke night. Mm-hmm. Super fun, but um, yeah, it was totally quiet. There was one lady out in the out on the out on the water. She was uh, practicing her singing or something. That was about the only thing. <laughs> but the fishing was good. I caught a couple little catfish. Well, wait a minute. You, see, last weekend you <laughs> attended the Country Fest, didn't you? Yeah, the Hometown Country Fest. How did that Ray go? Lynn and Josh. And, and you know what? Lake Elsinore puts on these events, and that was at the Storm Stadium. It was one of the best country events I've seen in, you know, probably ever. It was really well put together. We had a lot of people, and the, big, and the party was really down on the uh, – on the, uh, on the campus, you know, where they where they have the the main stage, and it was a it was a big party. Everybody was in really festive mode. Um, you know, we started. It was a little bit warm that day, so we started out at the at the deck at the restaurant, and um, you know, had some food and some iced teas and some beers, and it was it was nice. It was perfect. Yeah. Go ahead. But but you did say this was the best festival you've been to, right? For the country music fest, it was absolutely one of the best ones I've seen. But was yeah. there a conga line? <laughs> We we weren't there to start the conga line, so I'd have to say no. No conga line. Oh man. Well, that's reserved for the Angler Chronicles crew. <laughs> that's well, we true. No conga line. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what though. But I do need a country hat. I figure I do. Uh, you need know, some country. I need a hat and some country. Oh yeah. Cowboys ain't easy to love, love and they're hard to hold. You know, they're not easy to love, they're yeah. harder to hold, but we do love a cowboy. Oh, yeah. And so without further ado, let me bring up the Director of Community Services at Lake Elsinore. And I have a special place in my heart for him because he is a Dallas Cowboy fan. Oh, I'm like, man. you know, you got to feel bad for him. So. And and he did catch a fish during Dream Extreme the first and time ever. And we have proof of that as he brings it up to the to the scales. So, Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skidder. Good morning, everybody. Don't let your babies grow up to cowboys. That's all I want to say. But anyway, good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Full the, house. Oh yeah, it's it's even warm in here. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> smelly too, but I mean, yeah, it's smelly too, but yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's all good, Jonathan. Uh, we were just talking about the stocking program and how the stocking program has paid off big time. You know, now that it's been a few years in, how many years have been stocking now? Seven, eight. I, I, uh, it'll be yeah, it's about eight. I I started uh, nine years ago, and mm-hmm. uh, the after my first year, um, you know, at the time, Mayor Bob McGee was like, you know what, I fish uh, in the lake. I want to 
changed our fishery around because you know we had the whole Sergio remember this the lake smells some more and all that other stuff mm-hmm. what wanted to change the, the the way that we were looked at so we started doing stocking and when we first started it was about twenty five thousand dollars a year uh, we're up to seventy five thousand dollars a year uh, and as Tony was mentioning the various fish that we put in there are being very uh, very active um, we're really excited we have a stocking coming up in September um, going to putting uh, be putting in some more crappie and, and bluegill, uh, but also the cats, and we're trying to get some 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 bass in there as well. The challenge with the bass is they're, they're really expensive. Not not even for the uh, Florida one string, we can't afford that one. But you know, we're getting largemouth bass in there as well. So, oh, and let's not forget the wipers. They are just taking off like nobody's business. So we're really excited about that. All right. Well, listen, Jonathan, I want you to hold on with me here. we got to take a short break. Uh, when we come back, I want to hear a little bit more because so many events, so many things are happening like elsewhere. It's, it's a lot more than fishing. It's a complete package. So it's a great staycation. Uh, you can stay at Launch Point. You can stay at one of the local hotels. I mean, the food, the entertainment, it's all there. Plus, the fishing is in your backyard. So hang on tight. Folks, you're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. And we'll be right back. Cause I took this walk, you're walking now, boy, I've been in your shoes Well, you can't hold back the hands of time, it's just something you've got to do So dry your eyes, I understand just what you're going through Cause I took this same Angels Radio AMA 30 Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. I love this song. 
You love this song? Yes. Okay, what is the name of this song? This song is named The Cranberries. No, The Cranberries is the, is, is the name of the band. The oh. song is very appropriate because it's called Dreams. And we're talking about Lake Elsinore, the city Dream of Dream Extreme. You like that? Nice. See well, how that was good. He knew who the Cranberries see, were. See how all that works well, I just remember there? the guy on the skateboard. And you know, and when and when we <laughs> left the commercial, the song was uh, by Sawyer Brown. It's called "Walk." Oh, and you know, you, you can do some beautiful walking in, in Lake Elsinore around that lake. It's just simply gorgeous yeah, down Main Street, etc. Yeah. So let me go back to Jonathan, the director of community services at Lake Elsinore. And um, Jonathan, we we were beginning to talk about the stocking. I mean, it, 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 it's really paying off. I mean, I'm I'm looking at. Um, the footage. I mean, in fact, um, Danny will come in later about six o'clock and tell us. I know he was putting the finishing touches this week, so I think maybe with good luck next Sunday, not this Sunday, the following Sunday we'll have the premiere of the tenth annual Dream Extreme Fishing Derby on uh, Bally Sports West for Angler Chronicles. And I'll tell you what, I, I'm, I'm watching some of the weigh-ins coming in, and yeah, you were there. You you, you actually brought us the big fish in the morning in that tub. That uh, ten plus pound uh, catfish. To, we were still on the radio show for heaven's yeah, sakes. Right. Okay, and the first fish was coming in for the uh, annual one hundred dollar award from Bob McGee for the first catfish weighed in. That was so Cash. cool. Yeah. Okay, isn't that yeah. kind of ironic though? Tenth annual with a ten pounder in ten minutes of starting and a ten spot and the ten, ten spot a ten by ten. Well, there you well, go. There you go. And, and, and our tent, you know, the, the tent that we set up ten is ten by ten. But you know what? Imagine if it was four. Okay, my question like, is, did you drop a dime? Ten squared. Did you have a dime bang? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of everything that's ten. Yeah, I was just thinking of four, you know, like four years. Oh. Somebody's champions for four years. Why don't you say? Because if I say it, I get in trouble. Uh, well, why would you get in trouble if you're a champion? Well, because not they, even not even a champion. So what like I want you is you do it right. Okay. Tell them this, okay. is a, this is a dedication this to is, Ron and Don is, Southern. Yeah. Ron and Don Southern, who's going to be a breakfast. Okay. This is a dedication for not only they're not state champions, they're not well, they kind of are country champions, but they're world champions for four years. That's right, Three the Argentine half. national Argentine. team. Yeah, mm. baby. Okay, mm-hmm. but anyway, let me go back to another <laughs> champion of the city, Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner. Okay, so Jonathan, so the the stocking's really good. I was watching, like I said, uh, the the footage, and there's this one shot of Rhonda and Mike Howell that, that was Team Angler Angels. Okay, with this stringer that had to have, I remember that. You know, fifteen, fourteen, fifteen Solid fish. Solid stringer. Okay, well, but there was. Ten each, mm. okay. So twenty uh, would be the the limit, right? No. What you mean for the? Uh, uh, How, what, what's the limit on catfish per person? Um, I want to say it is about ten. I haven't looked at it for a while because I haven't. Okay, so because no, he's telling me it's five, okay. But Oliver Oliver Solis was also on the boat with him. Oh yeah. Okay, there's a shot where you got Oliver, Rhonda, and and um, and. Uh, and they released and Mike. all of those, so Mike Howell. They released, well, they, they released yeah. everything, actually. They just, they just had the stringer to see which was the biggest nice fish. Stringer. Yeah. Was, I was, Rhonda was so excited when she was fishing. She's just, well, you're going to see her actually 
pulling on fish. You know, we were able to put the drone nearby. Then they were having such a great time catching fish that John says, you know, let me just give me, let me put me on their pontoon. So we, we dropped them off That's at the right. pontoon and he got some great footage. And um, it, it's just been, it's evident now that there's so much quality fish on the, in that lake. Yeah, we're really excited about it. And, you know, the, the thing is we want to uh, stock, uh, you know, every couple of months. We actually are planning a stocking here in September and um, going to be gearing up for, the, you know, of course, the Dream Extreme number 11. Our kids' fishing derby is, is so exciting. Uh, that guy that's sitting in that, that, that radio show right now, Tony Williams, is a really big uh, supporter of our of our kids' fishing out there. With bite on, and, and he helps get other sponsors. And you know, Team Fifty Seven comes out there, and they're they're volunteering. And you know what? Let me let me just take this opportunity to say thank you to our Team Fifty Seven brothers and sisters. I'll tell you what: since day one of Angler Chronicles, they have been at our side. Remember that Tony? We used to go to Irvine Lake. And they've been by our side, and they always tell me, whatever you need, we will be there to help you. And it's so true. And, I mean, they come out to Lake Elsinore. Some I mean, of these guys drive from Los Angeles to help at these kids' events, and they're driving to Lake Elsinore or other places that we're having. It's, and that, that's true that's So dedication. kudos to, to, to Team 57, and we love you and we thank you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Keep going, Jonathan. So, yeah, so it's, it's just really exciting. You know, I, I love where I work and the city of Lake Elsinore just, just cares about not only, you know, fishing in the lake, but also the city itself. You know, I, I, I just did a, a council report on one of the, the, the our partners, uh, Triple Crown Sports that runs Rosetta and Rosetta is our five field, uh, girls, women's softball complex. And one of the things that I, I, I found out is Triple Crown Sports brings national tournaments to Lake Elsinore year-round. The last one they had in July had 219 teams from across the country. They reached 46 states. Wow. Bringing those, you know, players from all different divisions. They have uh, major uh, college uh, coaches who are coming there to see these young ladies play. And a lot of them uh, that participate in that go on to colleges and, and, and playing, you know, softball, you know, for the rest of their lives. So we're really excited about that. Well, listen, I'm so excited. Now. I'm trying to get a hold of the Argentine national team, you know, the world champions for the next four <laughs> years, to come over and play at, at Rosetta. You know, um, we were there uh, for the grand opening, okay, and the ribbon cutting for that. And uh, we have great footage of, of of that happening, and it's 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 such a great field. I just recently this week saw, I think it was on Facebook, this great aerial, okay. And when you look at from above, it's shaped like a star. It, it, it's beautiful, okay. It, when you see it from the air, it has another dimension to it. Whole another element. Whole another element. So yeah, so that's a great place, by the way. Yeah, and you know, there's also for you the you know the Argentinian team. We actually have a uh, full football field that's there as well. So you know, with that, and then we redid the community garden, and there's there's so many different amenities that are over there. But you know, you take a look at everything that's that's going on there in uh, in Lake Elsinore. You know, our city manager Jason Simpson, you know, has a uh, worked with the, the whole team to come up with a vision. 
of where we want to be in the next, you know, 30, 35 years, the 2040 plan. And that's a whole discussion all, all together. But, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned Launch Point. That's one of those that we had a campground. If you guys remember, well, of course, you remember Sergio. Mm-hmm. Back when we had it, we called it Rustic. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it was, it was pretty bad. You know, it invested over $20 million uh, in in uh, renovations and with, you know, almost 200 uh, full campsites. You got the, the yurt village. You have the uh, uh, airstreams, uh, trailers yeah. village. Yeah, uh, Tony has been with us all summer at our summer concert series that we do there, where we had over uh, you know twenty five hundred to three thousand of our closest friends um, shoulder to shoulder at a great concert series that we had there. Mm-hmm. And then Launch Point is doing a lot for the community. And, and, and community art and, and culture is they're sponsoring a lot of events we have. Uh, Tony was uh, uh, came with us last week when we had our uh, country uh, hometown country music fest at the stadium. Right, and it was a uh, it was a tribute to our first responders in our in our military, and um, the acts that we had were were amazing. And uh, the, the the response that we had was amazing for our, our first country music fest in ten years, um, you know. And, and coming up for you, I heard you guys talking about it, you know, the Mariachi Fest. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. I, I, in fact, I think mm-hmm. I already put it. You know, watch this. I said, you know, that I'm not telling you fibs here. I, thing I, would say I think is, I don't say it. Don't say because I think I put it in my calendar somewhere. Bring your earplugs. Yeah, well, I, I know I put it in my. You. I know you already you already gave a date for it, right? The Mariachi September Fest. 16th. It's uh, September sixteenth. I, I, I see it's Saturday. It's the same thing as Rosh Hashanah. Are you? It's, yeah, are it's you the same festival. I have to be there. We the, have to. Right now, the sixteenth of September. It's right before I leave for the tuna shootout down and down in the East Cape, so I I can I can make it. So excited. Okay, we got September September sixteenth. September sixteenth, Saturday. Once, why, where, where are you? I'm going to be in Alaska. You're oh, going to be in Alaska? Okay, well, just me. send me Erica. We'll, we'll, we'll take <laughs> care of her. She's going to be there with me. <laughs> no, wait, once I tell her she's going to be part of uh, oh, yeah. Mar- uh, the mariachi yeah. dancing <laughs> with me. And, and, uh, she's definitely going to cruise or okay. sell her cruise ticket and go with you. Oh, what you want to go on a cruise? Tell her. You know what? She can come the following week to the tuna shootout with me. There you go. In sunny, warm East Cape, Los Angeles, down there. Between, yeah, she can be on the. We're going to be on a thirty-eight footer. Mm-hmm. Okay, with air conditioning, oh, she man. can come out with us, no problem. You can Perfect. be in Alaska. That's all right. In a cruise at mm. the buffet line. Oh yes. Okay, she can be fishing for marlin with me. There you go. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, I'm looking forward to the mariachi fest. Okay, so um, Tony, we got to make it happen. Well, you know, we there. need to get Ron there too. And, yeah, and, Ron, you know, Ron, you got you got to be able to make heard, it. I've always you. heard that, that, that Danny Jackson loves himself some mariachi music, so I wanted to get to see Danny Jackson there too. Hopefully, Danny can make it out there too. I know he's listening right now, so maybe he'll make a comment around six o'clock. You know, we'd love to have him there. All right, Jonathan. So listen, everything's happening at um, at Lake Elsinore. From great fishing to great food to great lodging, um, great camping. I mean. I mean, you even made a regular citizen out of Tony. Okay, he went from you know living on a in a He's tent. Regular. Yeah, it was he was living in a tent underneath the 15th overpass there, and it was like he was always camping. Yeah, and now he actually it was all new construction, so it was like yeah. you know, no, you live in a home now. Yeah. You're domesticated. 
Domesticated. Yeah, domesticated. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of domesticated, happy birthday you know, to ever since ever since he moved to the to, to Lake Elsinore, he's been active in in each and everything over there at the chamber. And you know, you can't go anywhere uh, from a ribbon cutting to you know, uh, raising you know toys and, and money for kids and mm-hmm. everything like that. Very he, generous. Very generous. Very generous. He was just the the uh, small business of of the, the year mm. last year. That's uh, right. Great ambassador for the city. But um, you know, really want to thank you, Sergio and Ron. I love you guys, and you guys have gotten me totally hooked on saying that, you know, buy your kid a taco box rather than an Xbox. Amen. Converted so many people, so many parents. Well, the music's coming. I got to break, but hold on. I want to say this. Um, You can't keep a good man down. And in Tony's case, you can't keep a good man down. Okay. Or Tony, I guess. <laughs> okay. But anyway, listen, Jonathan, hang out with me. We'll, uh, one more one more commercial, another commercial, and then we'll come back and we'll finish up with you. Uh, yeah, Lake Elsinore is awesome. All right, folks. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. These sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts. They're polarized and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. Do you remember when we fell in love? Jonathan, I wish you could see. Andrew, Tony, they're dancing. Ron's actually singing. He's like, oh, yeah. Ron, I didn't know you, like, you were into this music. You are, man. It's, it's not just hard rock and roll anymore. He told me, give me some Michael Jackson, he said to me this morning. This song just makes me want to, like, grab Ron's ponytail. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. Jonathan, we're having way too much fun in here. Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, way too much fun. All right, so listen, um, we're looking forward to a lot of the activities. Like I said, folks, if you can put this on your calendar, September 16th, Mariachi Fest. Mm-hmm. You do not miss it. We have a blast. And then I'm going to try to make it on September 1st. Ron, this car just took a dump. But I'm going to try to get down there on the um, on, the, on, my, I don't know, on my car. Uh, but our Mustang needs some transmission work, and we've got a trip in between the Queen Charlotte. So, hopefully, we can get the car back and then um, get down there because September first, you have the the car show. And I mean, if if not, Sergio, you could bring your Scion down there and show how those nine footers fit in it. Oh yeah, nine foot fits they, in they my don't car even without fit in, they don't without fit having to opening out any windows. Like uh-huh. in Ron's trunk, we got to open the window to put a nine footer in. Mm-hmm. In mine, you don't have to open any window; it fits inside the cab. And the and the sound system you can hear from here to like Monterey Bay. Oh well, good. I took care of the mm-hmm. sound system. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I got a beautiful sound system. Mm-hmm. That you know, the only thing I need these days is just somebody to give me a point A to point B. But how I get there, mm-hmm. okay, it's very important. Okay, so it's very comfortable, believe it or not. It can get my nine footers inside of it, and it's got an unbelievable sound system, mm-hmm. and it's quick. And by yeah. the way, I can park it anywhere. Yeah, it's so it's so so small. I can park it anywhere. You, you think you're going to have it for the next four years? Uh, it, it, uh, yeah, it, until it, Argentina <laughs> is no longer a world champion. I think maybe we can do that. I love it. I love you. I love you. Maybe I, I think now you're now you're at five and a half oh, feet. Oh right, there. I can I mean, almost see the sunlight. Get, if you're trying to get out of the, I mean, you went from six feet to five feet. Keep going, five and a half. Now, he's oh, at five right. and a half. He, he's inching his way up. Mm-hmm. I like that. Hello, he's an inchworm. Okay, so one one at a time. <laughs> inchworm. Okay. It's cold. All right, outside. so Jonathan, anything else that I'm missing? I mean. Um, Great launch point, and folks, you'll be able to see that on the episode. We have some great aerials, a lot of the places you can take the kids, and they're having a great time, and they're here now in the summer. Okay, um, we've got, you can stay either, you can bring your trailer, uh, you, you can also, they've got tons of hookups there, you can stay at the yurts, you can stay at the Airstream. Uh, you got the bobber there serving you food. You get on the lake. It's the only lake you can go full speed. 100, well, it's 150 mile maximum. Mm-hmm. You go over 150 miles, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't recommend that. You're, easy, you're even going to see me on a jet ski, bro. 
was this full the, bore. Was this jet ski the one where the lights were behind you trying to catch up to you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was on the jet ski going so fast, I guess. That, You're uh, going over 150 on a Yeah, that, the, you know, the, 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 the sheriff came up to me and was, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I know speak English. That didn't work very good no. for me, so it, it's okay. But anyway, Jonathan, it's a lot of fun. It's a great city. Uh, and you guys have so many more plans. And just the, just the thought that you said the 2040 plan, you guys are thinking already that far in advance. Uh, this is a new Lake Elsinore. It started about 15 years ago. Uh, and the evidence is right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you lured Tony out off um, from underneath the, the 15 overpass, and mm-hmm. now he actually has put roots in the city. Okay, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But, no, but it's all good. Jonathan, uh, Lake Elsinore, it's happening. And um, I'll have an answer on 6 o'clock about uh, the, the episode for next week, okay? Okay, sounds good. So really quick, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to reach us, uh, my number is uh, 951-674-3124, extension 266. If you want to find out all the information about the city, Please, uh, you know, go to our website www.lake-elsinore.org. You can go to our Facebook pages. We want to thank Sergio, Ron, the whole Angler Chronicles crew for for being great friends and great partners. And I uh, can't wait to hear some salty stuff coming up. Oh, it's coming! And I'll tell mm-hmm. you what—I uh, know you gave us that number, but I have a six one nine number that I'm going to be putting up. That's your cell phone, and, and he loves to be called. Oh yes, he loves to be called after yeah, hours. That way, he can. Well, no, you, can, morning, you want to call Jonathan after hours because that way mm-hmm. he's not busy with work and he can take your call. So I'll be putting out on Facebook nice big numbers, uh, his phone number, so you can call him personally. Oh yeah, and take care of you. Gr- right? Group text too. That's always important. Oh, group yeah, text. Like, okay. yep. I'll, I'll, you guys, I'll let you go because I'm on my way to in the water right now. All right, my brother. You take care of you, and uh, hopefully we'll see you real soon. Okay, brother? Sounds good. Take care. All right. I was Jonathan Oliver Skinner, community uh, director of community services at Lake Elsinore. So mm-hmm. now let me go to, do we have him uh, queued up there, Leilani? Let me get uh, Captain T.J. Schlick on the El Dorado. Good morning, T.J. Hey, guys. Good morning. What's happening? No, you tell me. I mean, you guys have been on fire. I mean, lit- mm-hmm. I mean, you guys have been putting the wood to those tuna. I love it. Yeah, we've been putting together some pretty nice trips here. Uh, my my relief crew, I was off the boat for a few days. They they stepped up and uh, fulfilled the void and managed to, you know, catch limits here multiple days in a row. And fishing backed off a little bit yesterday, kind of uh, a lot of boat pressure out there, kind of, you know, made it a... Uh, Made it do a little detour, so we're uh, we're searching today, kind of you know, just looking for the biomass. Hopefully, we'll have a chance at uh, you know, putting some good fish on the boat today for our anglers. But you know, it's a nice day on the water so far here at O Dark Thirty. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I uh, if you guys want to see the quality of the the, of the fish that the Eldorado's catching, we posted up uh, yesterday, I think it was. Um, there's a shot of Sean. Is that Sean holding up? A, I mean, a big brute. That thing had to be easily over 100 pounds. I just don't want to guesstimate anything over that. But you guys had a lot of fish, all quality, 65 bluefin tuna. They, they, they were just brutes, okay? And so, um, yeah. And uh, you're still fishing the general area that we fished with you a week ago? Uh, so currently, we're out on the Tanner Bank this morning. Uh, we, uh, we decided to kind of um, 
head a little farther out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start on the bank here in the morning, and then we're going to work our way back into that boat just because it seemed like the fish kind of dissipated a little bit. So everyone's kind of gone different directions. Um, we're going to go through the zone that we were at, you know, the other day when you guys were on the boat. We're going to go back through that zone later today. Um, but like I say we, we went south this morning, anchored on the bank here in the dark. Uh, we've caught a few rockfish, the guys that are out early, you know, dropping down. And we got a few guys fly lining sardine, but, you know, we're waiting for daylight to happen here to, you know, get the chum going and get get things in place so hopefully we can have a good day here. All right, so what? Uh, explain to our listeners what kind of trips you guys run on the El Dorado. Uh, so we're basically a standard open party overnight boat. Our main thing is to do overnight fishing. We leave at 830 at night and return you back to the port anywhere between 7 and 8 o'clock the following night. So you're gone for, you know, almost a 24-hour period. Um, that is our main staple. Uh, but we'll pretty much will do anything from a half-day trip up to a two-and-a-half-day trip. So it just depends on what you want to do if you're going to charter the boat. Um, we do put on some open-party trips. You know, we have some open-party two days. We have an open-party uh, two-and-a-half-day schedule later on. Uh, we've got day-and-a-half trips. So we just kind of do everything. Earlier this year, we were doing uh, reverse overnight trips where we were leaving at 11 o'clock in the morning strictly going out to fish the big bluefin that we're biting at night and then coming back at 10 o'clock in the morning the following day yeah in fact um i believe ron we don't don't we have an el dorado trip at the end of the month um we have it in october oh so that, 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 that's the next one not not in august okay no, no, no. i don't know why it's in my schedule so uh yeah that's that's why i was getting confused for some reason i wrote it there but we have a two and a half day coming up that we will film for you uh, where we leave October 15th, and we returned on the 18th. It, it's going to be amazing, okay? And the nice thing about that later part, the weather's that much nicer. Yeah. It lays down. So uh, really looking forward to it, uh, TJ. Um, you know, we do a lot of day-and-a-halves with you, which is a perfect run because you leave in the evening, you wake up in the grounds, and you fish all day Long. In fact, the last one that we did with you, I'll never forget that because we, you and I had to make a decision. We could have limited out right there on the spot, Andrew. It was crazy. We could have just, just do it. But we had three guys on the entire boat mm-hmm. that wanted to fish for the big fish at night. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. We anchored at 6 o'clock in the morning, I think, or 5, and we didn't remove, we didn't lift the, the pick until... We, we we were forced to, but we didn't have yeah, to. It was 4.30, 4.30 in the afternoon is when we actually pulled the anchors. So 6 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. And you said, well, we need five more. We need we need five more fish. And I go out there, and I just threw it, and it was instant again. So we had to uh, leave if we wanted to leave some room to catch some, you know, because we would catch mm-hmm. the big ones at night. So, uh, But we could have easily limited out, and it was one-stop shop. We had big yellowtail. We had be a reasonable sized tuna. I mean, these were good tuna. We even had yellowfin tuna was sixty five pounds. That was a nice. They taped that. So you know what? It's a great gig. Um, great food. Uh, great accommodations. Uh, your your crew is is funny. I mean, I love Stumpy and Sean and Mike. They do a good job. Butch does a great job um, driving us at night. Because I tell Butch, I said, look, on the way to the grounds, I love sleeping on a boat. That's why you very mm-hmm. hard for me to even sure. get up at night. So the fish are biting at night, chances are I'm in the bunk sleeping because I, I don't like to get up. 
And he go, I go, so the, the smoothest way, he goes around things to make sure you're not in the swell all the time. <laughs> You've you got a great crew, TJ. It's a, a very welcome change. Um, the El Dorado now under your supervision as owner and operator. You can see all the changes, the improvements to the boat that you mm -hmm. brought on. I mean, you did some major improvements right off the, the get-go. Um, so, you know, this is, this is a great boat. Uh, it's our flagship in the L.A. area. You know, we only have two. We have the Ocean Odyssey down in San Diego and you up here in L.A. And we just love you guys. Uh, so we had a really, really good time. Really good time. Yeah, we enjoy having you guys on the boat. It's always a pleasure when you and Ron and, and the group that you have that follow you come out with us. You know, we look forward to the trips and, you know, just the camaraderie. And, you know, fishing's fishing, but just having the, the platform underneath us. Well, as a clientele, you know, just come out on the boat and just, you know, it's, it's nice just to have a, a great day on the water with good people and, you know, good food and the platform is nice, the atmosphere is good. You know, then you throw in a, a good day of, of fishing, you know, where the bite's on and we're catching decent quality and everyone's having a good time. It just, just makes it that just more uh, enjoyable being out here. Yeah. Well, listen, Ron, do we have room, any room left for the October 15th trip? Actually, we do. Oh, okay. So where would they call to get on that one? They call area code 714-969-9750. So they would call Ron for that one. We're limited load, and it will be filmed for an episode. So I'm surprised you actually had, you must have had some cancellations. Well, I'll be honest with you. We have two spots. Oh, we only have two spots left. Okay. So um, if you want to get on that trip, come on out. Two and a half day trip on the El Dorado. Tony, you'd have to bring a lot of... He's lifting his, his <laughs> finger up. You'd have to bring a lot of rice... And a, a lot, and a lot of. I, I've done it before. You've done it before. Two and a half day. <laughs> You're gonna lose a lot of weight. Two and a half day. Well, it might be good. Uh, okay. True. It's true. true. Okay. <laughs> no, no. So listen, yeah, uh, TJ, you just uh, my best to the entire crew with Ron. We we just love you boys, and um, you keep doing what you're doing. Okay. This is, you guys just got the handle on the tuna. Mm -hmm. And yes, folks, I said tuna and big yellows and mm -hmm. also some quality bonita. So sometimes a bonita, but sometimes a bonita fights so hard at that size, sometimes better than a tuna. Especially on the bass rod. And, and yeah, and don't bring your bass rod. Do not want to, you don't want to use 12 pound tests on these fish, <laughs> right? I got TJ it's, read. It's not preferable. Not preferable. Yeah, TJ read me the ride act. He goes, "What are you doing with twelve pounds? You know, you're gonna you're gonna lose my 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 school by the end of the sixth sixth fish or something." He goes, "Let me see that thing." <laughs> <laughs> now we had a blast, TJ, and you know the good humor on the boat, and um, you're, you're, you guys get it. It's not about the fish all the time. It's about having a good time. The one thing is this, and this is how I measure the quality of a boat, it's not by the fish that it catches, okay? Because fishing isn't guaranteed, but the services mm -hmm. can be guaranteed. And so the services you provide from good food, good platform, it's always there. All right, TJ, I got to go here. Give me real quick, where do they go ahead and, get and sign up for, um, for a spot on the El Dorado? So the easiest way is on our website. It's, uh, you'll find it at longbeachforfishing.com under Boat El Dorado. Uh, you can also get us through the Facebook page, which is El Dorado Sport Fishing. Uh, or you can just simply call the Iceman, Steve Phelps, there at 562-432-8993. Um, like I say, our schedule's up there. We're working on our September schedule right now. Uh, we have some open party two-day trips. We have some day-and-a-half trips. 
Uh, we're probably going to have a two and a half day trip towards the end of the into September there. So that's it. That's us. All right, TJ. Thank you. Have a great day on the water, and we'll talk to you soon, brother. All right, All right folks. Have a good morning. All right, that's TJ from the El Dorado at Long Beach Sport Fishing. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. This is Chronicles, and we're out. Angels Radio, AM 830. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. Well, welcome back to Angler Chronicles. This is uh, on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And they bring Steve Carson into the mix here. Steve, the, the the bluefin tuna f- fishing this year has, has been just as good as all the other years, and sometimes I wonder if it's not getting better and better. What's your thought? Well, I think uh, without patting ourselves too much on the back, I think we're getting better. Um, people are more likely to have the proper tackle, although, you know, it's funny. Uh, they still wander out there, uh, apparently having listened to you. <laughs> and and only have a bass rod when the tuna are running a hundred pounds, or the the other one is and 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 I realize that that you know not everybody's in the same financial condition as you know as as a lot of people, but the the words budget and bluefin tuna tackle do not go together. Well, you can always rent the tackle. Yes, well, and and I was going to say that is. By far the best, the best option. And, you know, over the years, rental tackle has, has has gotten a bad reputation in the past. The last couple of years, the San Diego fleet in particular has realized. You know, people are coming from Phoenix, they're coming from Salt Lake City, they're coming from London to fish for this amazing bluefin tuna that we have, and and they don't have the gear. They don't. You know, even if they 
uh, you know, knew what the gear was, which they mostly don't, they can't get it where they live. So, so the, 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 the landings and the boats have to have viable rental gear for people to use. Because just going out there saying, oh, well, this is what I got, oh, well, um, it, it, you know, it's not going to work out. It's not fair to the other people on the boat. And, you know, sort of why did you travel that distance and pay that all that money to get on the boat to go out with gear that's either not going to land them at all or land them or, or, or you're going to fight them for two to three times longer, literally two or three hours, while everybody else on the boat is sitting there watching you. Yeah, we, and, you know, we didn't make you know, the funny part about the bass rod, but that's during, during the day, definitely not at night. you got to have the right gear. But, you know, the thing is this, if um, if you can get on one of those boats and you don't have the tackle, I would tell you either the boat or the landing have it have what you need. Okay, so just make sure that you check. You can rent them. It saves you a lot of a lot of headache. If, if they were on one of the fishing schools, couldn't they just grab one of your rods since it's already pre-tied? Oh, absolutely. They can actually grab one of my rods after it's got a fish on it, too. Because <laughs> I, 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 I'll tell you what, on that El Dorado trip, even though there wasn't the big giant ones, uh, the first seven or eight fish, I think, I... I hooked and let other people catch them because we had a we had a lot of firsts. We had a couple of ladies on the boat, a couple of kids on the boat, and so we made sure that they all got their first bluefin tuna. I saw. Them, I hate to admit this, but they were eating hearts left and right. Oh, okay. there's nothing wrong with that. Well, that is a good tradition get, right there. Until you get a nice belly ache because you get drunk. <laughs> well, you're not but actually I mean, supposed to eat but, the whole thing. Well, but you know they they <laughs> took the bites, they would swallow the the heart. Oh gosh! And I mean, I saw yellowtail hearts go down. Mm-hmm. I saw blue uh, bluefin tuna hearts go down. But it was so many brand new anglers that I'll mm-hmm. tell you what are hooked. We had this one kid who was not doing too well because of the movement of the boat there, right, Tony. Right. And um, boy, he was green, this kid. We handed him a fish and oh boy, it all goes away. It's amazing what the adrenaline will do to you. It just mm-hmm. goes away. Yeah. So, you know, you know what's cool too, Sergio, is, is I mean, I've been on the boat with you plenty of times and, and I see it firsthand. It's like, Fishing, you know, with you, I always see, you know, oh, Sergio's hooked up. Nope. Sergio hands his rod. Sergio's hooked up. Nope. Sergio hands his rod. And there's so many new anglers that, I mean, not the ones that are pumping their chest. I catch my own fish. Rawr, you know, all that stuff. But you're making so many memories on these on these schools that, that people don't realize. Jump on these trips. I mean, not only are you being, you know, helped out in the beginning, you're shown what to do. You're given the right stuff. You know, you, you got all the owner hooks you can need. It's like... All the gear, all the stuff, and and the bottom line is everyone comes off that boat smiling, making memories. And I appreciate you mentioning, but mm-hmm. I will tell you that it does start with Ron because yeah. Ron tells everybody, "Hey, I'm gonna be if it's an overnight trip. I'm gonna be awake until midnight. So mm-hmm. if you want your knots tied, you want some hooks." Ron takes care of all that stuff for you, and so the next day it's wide open. And both Ron and I, we, for me. I mean, catching another tuna, mm-hmm. another yellowtail. I mean, we caught a lot, but the the thought and don't tell me, don't get me wrong, I love doing it and mm-hmm. I still do. But to see as someone who's never caught one, mm-hmm. you know, at any age, okay. Mm-hmm. So I love the kids because you get them hooked on on fishing. Um, and like Steve was saying, sometimes fishing is so expensive it doesn't leave any money for drugs, right, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> You know, but I'll pump. yeah. Um, <laughs> but so, 
It really is. I mm -hmm. mean, and, and we've made it a point the schools to do that. That's why when I really want to go fishing for me, then I make mm -hmm. I do my trips. Okay, like Monday, Monday I've got the center console. I'm going out. I'm going to go, and I'm going to fish for me. There's no mm -hmm. hooking and handing on that trip. Yeah. Okay. William and I, and I think Paul's coming with us, we're going to just go, get some bass, come back. Go ahead. So so knowing that how the bluefin have been for the past couple years, how many bluefin do you think you're going to catch in the next four years? Me personally? Now, you know why I say four years, right? Yeah. So by, by, the, by the next time Argentina is not world champion... Well, maybe if we repeat, you know, I'd be back be a total of eight, you know. But um, <laughs> that was pretty good, brother. No, but I mean, um, Steve's the same way. Mm -hmm. Okay, because Steve, I've seen you. You, I mean, when, when Steve comes on a boat, he brings like thirty rods. Mm -hmm. Okay, and a lot of those are just for for loaning out. He wants you to try all the pen gear. He wants you to try the, his setups. You have no problem uh, hooking and handing, huh, Steve? Oh, yeah. No, not at all. Occasionally now, um, when I'm out there, I'll have some sort of field test gear mm -hmm. where I, I there's, it's a two-pronged thing. Number one, I kind of need to feel what the gear does, you know, how's the reels gear ratio, how's the rod feel, et cetera, et cetera. So I will hang on to them. And then also, with the field test gear, to be fair, sometimes, you know, it's so experimental, we're like, we're not really sure that this is exactly, you know, the way we want it. And if something should fail, uh, and this has actually happened, something uh, experimental has failed, and they bring it to me, and I say, "Oh my! Oh no! What happened? I don't know." <laughs> and so I can't get the message back to the engineers to say we were doing this, we were doing that. Um, this particular thing needs to be changed. Mm -hmm. So not all the time will I will I hand off a fish if I've got if I've got some field test type stuff, but. Just in general, I mean, you're exactly right. You know, how many how many tuna do I need to catch? Right. Um, I've already caught plenty this year. Trust me. And, and that's the thing. I mean, I think that, like I said, first seven or eight fish I hooked and handed. I was on thirty pound test. You would have been happy. Uh, and then um, at one point, um, I think it was Sean or Stump. He said, "Search, just go catch one for yourself." And I go, oh, yeah, I think you're right. And then my, my rod, my 30-pound was out there, and I said, okay, I'll grab my other rod. Mm -hmm. And there she was on the mm -hmm. rack, and there she was. So I grabbed the bass rod, <laughs> thinking I had 20 or 25 as a leader. And then I go, ah, so I put a hook, I put a small hook, and number one was working perfectly, put on a sardine, put it out there. And as I throw it out, I realize, oh, wait a minute. I think it's 12 because I had gone bass fishing earlier in the week, and I, that was the leader that was on there. So, yeah. Well, we proceeded to catch now, six now, more fish. Lest you think that you're some kind of pioneer with that, um, since Ron is right there, he can shake his finger at you and remind you that we're proud of you for joining the Redondo 12-pound chest bluefin club, but you are not an exclusive member. Okay, well then I will. Lots uh, of other members of the Redondo 12 pound blue team. Well, since, since these boys are inside here and I've got about 30 seconds left, then let's try it on four pound. Oh. Okay, because no, no, no. I've, I've been using four pound. Mm -hmm. I'm, and, and, and on Monday, I'm going to go down to two pound because I'm going to be ready for you to. I got a challenge with these guys mm -hmm. two pound mm -hmm. test, saltwater fishing. 
Let's All go. Right, still waiting. All yeah. right, everybody, hang on tight. When we come back, we'll talk to the sheriff. We'll ask him about the Dream Extreme. And I want to talk about the Black Pearl, and I want to talk about the victory. I want to talk about upcoming trips as well. So when we come back, we'll do all that. Folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. I didn't ask to be thrown in the streets with nowhere to go, but I did ask for help, and Covenant House was there for me. One in 10 young adults will experience a form of homelessness this year. For these kids who didn't ask to be put in this unthinkable situation, Covenant House is there, providing hot meals, a safe place to sleep, medical care, and love. They just really genuinely just wanted to help me succeed, and I'm succeeding. To learn more, go to safeplacetosleep.org today. Reggie was a nurse for 16 years. I had become very burnt out. I wasn't making good money. Then it happened. There was an ad for My Computer Career, and it just spoke to me. My Computer Career was the best decision he ever made. I could study anywhere from my laptop, and I was working in the first couple weeks of me being in class. Reggie hit a home run. The field is teeming with jobs. Become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at mycomputercareer.edu. The school is amazing. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. This is one student's experience. Individuals vary. Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels Baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners, or management. Any and all on air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and you know, you're somebody who really does appreciate having Argentina as world club champion because he loves me without further ado the sheriff because I can't talk much about the angels Ron told me they're pretty much out of it so um, the jig slinger himself yeah Danny Jackson good morning sir hey good morning Sergio and good morning to our fr- good friend Steve Carson let me see if I can get everyone Steve Carson Ron Hobbs no Tony Williams is there Andrew Mack, I guess he's still around. Oh, the phone there. <laughs> oh, I'm in studio, Danny. <laughs> oh, you're in studio, Andrew. Uh-huh. Oh, well, good. Good for you. I that's wish I was the, there with you guys. That's why we have a full uh-huh. house. Yeah. Yes, you do. You do. You have a full house. Oh, that's what it. are you trying to say, Ron? I'm fluffy. That, that's, that's wonderful. No, I'm, I'm glad you're there, Andrew. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, right out of the gate, Sergio, I've got a couple of other things to add before we get to tomorrow's episode. Right out of the gate, you've been talking about it. I I do know that next Sunday, which is August 20th, according to my calendar, we will be airing, premiering the 10th annual Dream Extreme Derby um, on Valley Valley Sports West. So it, it, it's an excellent episode, and I'll talk about it in just a minute, and you can too, Sergio. But um, first of all, you were talking about the Mariachi Fest, September 16th, and for um, Jonathan Oliver Skinner, yes, I'm going to try to make that. As long as I get Carrie to go, she'd, she'd probably be very eager to go because she loves mariachi music just like I do. And 
and uh, so we could both go out there. So we're looking. We're 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 going to try to make that. Uh, regarding, let's get to fishing here, okay? Um, you know, in the last two weeks, first of all, I'm I'm uh, I'm trying to get over things. You know, just uh, ache a little bit, but I'm making it just fine. Kathy always tells me, Sergio, when I go fishing, it takes one day to get ready, one day to go, then two days to get over it. <laughs> so. So that's uh, that's what I'm doing right now because I was out Thursday and you know I wish I'd have known you were on the victory. I, that's my fault because I I was around you guys I don't know half a dozen times Thursday morning. You know we were just drifting around and staying out of the way, but we wound up uh, my group with limits of nice uh, quality uh, calico sand bass and calico bass. So the fishing, you know, the, the, this. This has to be the best local sand bass, especially fishing I've seen in years. You know, all of the all of the Long, Long Beach sport fishing boats, the Pier Point landing boats, they're all getting them. Uh, limits are close to limits every day. So, uh, you know, I hope it doesn't let up for a while because I've got plans to go again Freedom Boat Club the next two Fridays. So, anyway, uh, I wish I I wish I'd known you and Ron and the gang were on the victory. I would have. Came by, said hi, harassed you a little bit, but but um, it was good fishing. We had a we had a great time. So I just hope it lasts for a while. Of course, you got the bluefin and everything else you guys are talking about. I don't think I'll try pulling on a bluefin. It's a lot easier for me to pull on a on a on a, on a uh, sand bass. But anyway, let's let's uh, get right into tomorrow Sunday. Tomorrow the thirteenth, I guess that is. We are going to air. Uh, the East Cape Getaway. I'll let you talk about that in a moment. In a moment. Hotel Palmas de Cortez. Just uh, outstanding fishing. You had uh, you and Rhonda had Mark and Donna Caliz uh, from Dana War Sport Fishing with you. Again, fishing at, at a Palm, Hotel Palmas de Cortez. But what's so really cool, and you can talk about this, Sergio, is uh, you know East Cape. We always talk about the fishing. We always think about East Cape fishing. East Cape fishing. Well, why do we do that? Because it's some of the best in the whole world, okay? But other things to do. I saw you riding a horse. I wish I could ride a horse. <laughs> I never I never mastered that, but you did. And, uh, of course, the ATVs, the beach combing. Talk about that. Uh, well, that you know, that, that, that particular trip we were supposed to, supposed to, uh, do a shoe giveaway, but it got canceled because of COVID. And so Ron and I just looked at each other and said, let's, let's go anyway. So we decided to go. Along the way, I get a call from Donna, and she goes, hey, you know, I keep watching all these trips to the East Cape. We want to go with you. I said, well, we're going in four weeks or three weeks. And she goes, let me see what I can do. Next thing you know, they were there with us, so they came and fished with us over there. And, you know, the the horses, you know, you got to go back in my earlier even to childhood, I always loved horses. I played polo uh, back in Argentina. We raised polo ponies uh, as a family down there. So, yeah, it was easy to get on a horse. And my biggest complaint was I couldn't get the horse to really get going because um, they, they're not trained for that here. They're just trained for going really slow. And so I had to talk to the owner. I said, look, I want this thing to go. And I said, I'm going to put them there closer to the water where it's a little bit you know, harder uh, surface, okay. Yeah, right. Uh, to, right, right. To get a little, a little one gallop, 
And he goes, do you know how? I said, yeah, I know how. And I said, I'll make myself responsible. He goes, okay. So off I go, and my hat goes flying off mm-hmm. as we started. And um, no, it's just a, it was a lot of fun. ATVs, that was another fun, too. So it was just a magical trip. <coughs> and anything, well, yeah, go ahead. It's a great episode, and you guys had fun. And, you know, uh, there's a lot of things. The point is, there's a lot of things to see and do. Um, out of the Van Warmer properties there in the East Cape than, than fishing. Of course, the fishing is the greatest. But um, that, anyway, that's what this episode is all about. It's called East Cape Getaway. Now, a week from tomorrow, okay, the 20th, I do have all, I've still got to do the closed captioning, Sergio, but but uh, I'll get that done in a couple of days. It's about all it takes. And uh, we plan to air that. Uh, that would be 8.30 next Sunday. That that would be the 12th annual uh, Dream Extreme Derby. So talk about that one a little bit, Sergio. We'll talk more about it next Saturday. Yeah. Well, you want to say something, Tony? The 10th. 10th annual. <coughs> yeah. Um, well, you, you know what? They hear me, Andrew and Tony. What did you guys think? I mean, it, I think it was you were awesome. there. The good thing about Lake Elsinore is they stock so many fish. I mean, the fish literally come up to the weigh-in smiling because they want to be on camera. <laughs> We had over 200 catfish caught that tournament day. Over 200 fish, just that we in the tournament that we caught. Think about it. The stringer that Rhonda and Mike had, they had, you know, and uh, all of them. 12, 15 fish. Yeah. I mean, and, and there was how many teams? 50 teams? 48 teams? So, yeah. I mean, just epic. I can't wait till this. I mean, it's just going to keep getting better. Yeah, I, I think so. It, it can't. Yeah, better and better every time. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it, it's uh, it's a great view of the event. Um, you'll see a lot of money given away. Uh, it's a fifteen thousand dollars worth of cash and prizes that we give away. Ron handles the weigh-in. Ron, uh, your assessment of the tenth annual Dream Extreme. Uh, first of all, it was outstanding. The facilities, everything that you get from Lake Elsinore is just uh, above and beyond because they put so much into it, uh, and they talk the talk and walk the walk. It's um, and this is the first time that we I've never seen so many fish come up to be weighed. Uh, you know, we've we've had great tournaments there, but this by far just out outweighed them all. Yeah, no, it, it was it was simply fantastic. Okay, and Tony. The, what are the two secrets of catching fish at Lake Elsinore? I say it throughout the entire show. Well, you have to the first two use things you need: mac baits. Okay. <laughs> no, but okay. And a hook. Uh, occasion. Surface, and uh, I mean, excuse me, <laughs> surface. Structure, structure <laughs> and bite on. Those are the two things you need. That's right. Structure and bite on. If you can put those two things together, you you're good. And if not. Yep. If you don't know how to find structure, and it just have a lot of bite on Multiple species, yeah. too. It's catfish, wiper, and bass all bite the same things. And, and, you, don't, and you don't have to do it the easy way with arrows. You can actually oh fish for them. Oh, my God. Or the 50 caliber. I didn't, I, I didn't put it. I never shot a, a, a I, I saw Steve's picture last week. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you're getting me into trouble by those pictures you put up. <laughs> And rightly so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, Danny, it's going to be a a great episode, uh, like all the ones that we're doing. And uh, there's more on the way. In fact, we just, we just, we we filmed on Thursday aboard the Victory. We filmed last weekend aboard the Black Pearl. And we'll be talking about the Black Pearl here real shortly as well. So you got a lot of work coming your way, bud. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, and I, I know I do, and I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, I've got to say this real quick. The, the, the aerial shots with the drone that John is getting on, on these uh, on these episodes, it's just phenomenal, the job that he's doing. It adds so much to these episodes. I always tell John, you know, that this could be, this is uh, Nat Geo quality. That's the, that's the kind of work, maybe even better. That's the kind of work he's doing. It, it really, well, I challenge it really them. gets your attention. I challenge them. We're going to do one episode strictly from the drone. Yeah, oh, no yeah. cameras, cool. just from just some drones. So we we've actually come up with we're going to do some practicing in the East Cape for it. We have a, an idea for a type of show that we could do it, and it'd be you know we'd be, be mic'd up. Okay, we just picked up some really nice microphones that um, are so you'll be able to hear us and and, and do everything, and it, it'll be amazing. And one hundred percent shot from the drone. That'd cool. be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Way cool. So I would I would love that. I would love that. Okay, well listen, I'll let you guys go. You got plenty to talk about. I'll try to see you guys at Miles Square Park in Fountain Valley at seven thirty this right. morning. We'll be at breakfast and, right uh, there. Right on. Okay, you guys have a great weekend. It's been a pleasure. All right. Awesome. Well well let's just move right into it then. Uh Victory. Ron, you want to talk about the victory? We're just on that boat. I do. Right after I say good morning to my grandson, the best oh. kid in the whole wide world, and my wife. I love you both. They're listening to us. They're, at least we got two fans out there. All That's right. Awesome. Good morning, Ezra. Good morning, Bobby. So, All right. Well, then let me just do that. Okay. Then let me just do perfect go to break. That's so, why I did that. Rodney, Paul, Ron, and Don, Sal, Danny, and Pam in Florida, Hollywood, Orchid, uh, and the, the, it keeps going down, down, and then a very, very special thirtieth wedding anniversary. Congratulations to Agar and Tom. All right, Tony, those are your people. That's right. All right, we're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA, Zanger Chronicles, and we'll be right back. outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-845-2930. That's 657-845-2930. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. 
Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. As you can hear, we got... We got Tony music today. Uh, he's in studio. I told him he'd make uh, more of his music there. This is good stuff. This is. Who is this, Tony? Olivia Newton-John. Elton John. Olivia Newton-John. We got the John part, but it was Elton John oh. with Dua Lipa. I thought it was John Cena. Oh, my Was Lord. I close? This is some of your music. This is your <laughs> music, okay? What did you say, Lonnie? Okay, cut off his mic. I, I like that. Thank you, Leilani. <laughs> Don't worry about uh, it. I pushed the button. Okay. Well, anyway, listen. Um, welcome back, everybody. Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. And like I said, I want to talk about uh, all these trips you've been making. One mm-hmm. of them was a victory. We filmed it on Thursday. Uh, Ron, synopsis. Oh, hey. You know, guys, uh, Captain Phil, first of all, uh, fantastic job. But he said he was going to put us on a fish, and he went a little further and further and further. And it was nonstop. It was it, when you limit out on sad bass and have to go look for other fish. We had to end up go looking for barracuda, Jeez. and we went for a couple other spots. But it was one after the other, and the quality. It's been years since we've seen fish like this, and so many of them. And uh, the victory, uh, and they've been doing this week after week after week now. Uh, kudos to them, and this is going to be a great, great video. Uh, yeah, because we, we did it over. Uh, uh, we want to show you a spotlight the uh, the boat itself. So we went there earlier this year when they were catching all the rockfish, because the rockfish when they opened up the six hundred feet mm-hmm. or, or beyond mm-hmm. uh, three hundred and twenty, yeah. whatever. So when they let us go deep, <laughs> see, you get old, you forget. Mm-hmm. Um, we were able to get some bigger fish and check out some new spots, so we went out on the victory. And now the bass, the barracuda, and the sculpin. I mean, we were pretty much limited out on bass early on. Uh, so by late morning, I would say 11, 15, 11 30, we pulled the pick and headed to the 150. And I go, why are we coming here? He goes, load up on some sculpin because we got to wow. make some time before the barracuda bite at the horseshoe in the afternoon. They don't bite until the afternoon, which is weird. They all have a, a timer on them. Mm-hmm. So we picked up plenty of uh, a sculpin and quality sculpin, and then from there headed over and started picking up some barracuda. All right, so it was it was almost the three Bs. You know what? This, uh, I know you probably know, Andrew, so I'm going to go to Tony because he's mm-hmm. paying attention. Tony, what are the three Bs of Southern California fishing? Barracuda, bass, and bonita. Oh, wow. smoked Whoa. it. Oh. Yeah, you see, you, th- you thought it's all bite on. I would have said Boccaccio. That's not a you know what I would have said? On. You know what I would have said? I would have said bite on, bite on, bite on. Yeah. All three Bs. See? Yeah. All right. But anyway. No, it was really good fishing on the on the victory. Phil did a fantastic did. job. It, the whole it, crew did a really good job. Yeah. And, you know, to keep up with that many fish. And um, and we had a full boat. We had a 45 we people on the 45. boat. And, well, and it was wonderful. They, they just stocked, right? That's why the fishing so Yeah, good. they stocked the sand bass yeah. right on. You, yeah. you hear that, uh, Carson? <laughs> See why the earthworm is the earthworm? They had the truck you, you, out there. You know, you know, and I would love to. Hear, is Danny still on? No, no, Danny's gone. I would love to hear Danny's thoughts because he remembers both times. Um, I think that, uh, along with uh, obviously a lot of other 
uh, things that are affecting, uh, you know, fishing everywhere, that what we're also seeing in our recovering local fisheries is finally a full recovery from the infestation invasion of the giant squid. They were around for several years, and they were basically like vacuum cleaners. And Danny remembers, I don't know if you remember, Sergio, mm-hmm. about, about literally in the, in the mid-1970s, the giant squid came through again. They only came through for one year. Uh, they were pretty bad, but they were only there for one year, and it took two or three years for the inshore fishery to recover from, from their mm-hmm. devastation. And... Uh, more recently, it, you know, in the late 2000s, uh, they were there for like four straight years, and they just basically wiped everything out. Sergio, if you'd been in the water, they would have eaten you. I know. I used to. I mean, yeah, I, I, I remember fishing those things, scary. and you know, having to put trash bags on you because they get you so wet. But listen, um, the one thing I will say about these fish. Um, I don't think we had to measure very many of them. A few of the calicos you had to mention, okay? And let me see. I just got a message here from from Danny, I think for you, Steve. And it says, tell Steve I do remember very well. So, yeah, so he does remember. Um, the, the, the key to was quality fishing, quality fish. Um, what concerned me, and I asked Phil, they have not seen them in the flats. They saw spotty, but not the volume. However, they're all on the isers and in the, in the general area. So, but they're spawning. So I'm thinking they may mm-hmm. just be the local fish. You know, maybe mm-hmm. they're not the migratory uh, that we used to see in the past. I think the majority are all just, you know, local fish. It's still their time. This is when they they spawn for about three months, four months. I mean, it, it was extremely evident. Let me just say that you brought a fish over right. that it was spawning, and which one was a male and which one was a female. So it was it mm. was very evident. They had the bite on coming out. Exactly, and mm-hmm. um, it was it was it was awesome. It was awesome <laughs> yeah. to see that. These fish are doing that, and you know, I mean, a lot of fish were kept, a lot of fish were released at the same time. So, um, it's a very good sign. And what I like mm-hmm. also is the fact that the barracuda, and these oh, barracuda, Steve, based on the size, are not those huge logs that we used to get. These are smaller fish, a lot of shorts, which tell me they're being born here locally. They're they're staying locally. That could be a good sign too, right? Yeah, in fact, I'm seeing, uh, you know, on some of the, the surf fishing sites and, you know, inshore type sites, um, people are catching, they're not legal size, but they're catching a lot of barracuda in places where they haven't caught them lately. In fact, I mean, who would think that, that anybody that fishes doesn't know what a barracuda looks like, but some people that, fit, that only fish the surf, so maybe they've never caught a barracuda, have, have caught one recently, and they're kind of holding them up to the camera saying, what the heck is this? So uh, yeah, same thing. Uh, they're they're coming back into their traditional haunts. I it would be nice to get back to the day, you know, the good old days of the three Bs, where you'd go out on just on a half day boat or maybe a three quarter day boat, and uh, the boat would get you know a nice little slug of barracuda maybe in the afternoon, but eat in the morning and bass in between, and then one or two yellowtail or big halibut just, just to kind of keep everybody on their toes. Getting all three of those species in, you know, in any kind of significant numbers 
hasn't happened in a while on the local scene, and uh, it would be pretty cool. No, I think so. So, um, listen, guys, right now I think all the local bo- boats were right there at the Isers with us. So half day, three-quarter day. From Newport to San Pedro, I think they were there. Um, in fact, Monday, it's, I'm going to try to beat them out there because I get to go out there a little mm-hmm. earlier. It's a parking lot. So we'll just take advantage of those areas. Or first, <laughs> we're a small boat, so we won't put a dent on this stuff. But um, uh, it should be a lot of fun. Okay, so that's the victory. If you want to get on the victory, I know you can just uh, call the landing, Long Beach Sport Fishing, or just go to their um, their Facebook page, LongBeachSportFishing.com. What do you want to say, Ron? No, oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Right. And, yeah, just uh, book, book your trip. It's really uh, it's a great, great platform. Mm-hmm. All right, so with that said, uh, next week, no, not next. Well, yeah, next Thursday we have the Sum Fund. Do we have any room on the Sum Fund? Uh, we do not. Okay, so the we Sum Fund is sold, sold out. But the Enterprise is not sold out for August 24th, right? No, it is not. And okay. that is a... Uh, uh, we'll also be a Fishers of Men trip. Well, it's a Fishers of Men trip, so that's one of the ones we sponsor for Fishers of Men. Um, that We use all the funds there to raise money for um, the shoe giveaway. Okay, so we we have to go buy shoes, and so we raise money to buy shoes for about 6,000 people. So we got to do these things, and obviously it takes a lot of money to to be able to take the shoes down there, but they need them. So if you can give us a hand, come out fishing with us on the Enterprise. You want to give them the info? I do. You want to call area code 714-329-3853 and uh, get in touch with them. Book yourself. Uh, I believe it's uh, fishersofmenwestcoat.org. You can go also go online. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Okay, more than likely you'll talk to uh, Larry. Larry's handling, I think, right. those books. And it's good. And then, Ron, you and I got a chance to drive to Morro Bay, which, by the way, was a pretty nice drive on the 101. And um, beautiful scenery. Beautiful town. Yeah, especially along and, the beach. And Right, and we went to Morro Bay to get on the Black Pearl, okay? And uh, I want to shout out to Hollywood and to Lisa, the owner of the boat, because um, we had a blast. And I'll tell you what, I love rock fishing. In fact, next Friday, I'm heading up to uh, Queen Charlotte, uh, British Columbia. And there's a lot of, I mean, I'm looking for king salmon, but, you know, it's huge link cut, huge uh, halibut, huge rock fish. But that's expected up there, you know, that's what you go for. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stow away in your, uh, in your bag there. <laughs> well, wait, you don't have to, because all you got to do is drive four hours, okay, and get on the Black Pearl. Okay, and I'm going to talk about it extensively in the next hour, in the next uh, segment, because, you know, it's almost not fair. Right. Two mm-hmm. drops and you have your limits of reds and Jeez. big reds. Okay, that's almost on jigs, Yeah, I called it stupid fishing because it was like you couldn't do anything wrong. Yeah. All right, but anyway, so hang on because you got to get the story on the Black Pearl. It's mm-hmm. amazing. This is Angels Radio AM 830K LA Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. What desire to make foolish people I never dreamed that I'd meet somebody like you Angels Radio AM 830 
Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo atabato. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Come on, Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, this is Angry Chronicles. We would be the show if we did karaoke. Well, let me tell you who the lyrical gangster I got, Captain Rick Scott, firing in. Oh, here it is. Let me see if we're having a problem with it. He's on the sat phone, but I'm sure he's going to cue him up whenever you got him there. The lyrical gangster. The lyrical gangster himself, Captain Rick Scott on the ocean. We'll talk a little bit about tuna there. The Black Pearl was simply amazing. I wish I would have taken Rick. Here he is. Captain Rick Scott from the ocean. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How's everyone doing? Uh, we're doing good, but you tell me, how you doing out there? We're doing good. We're just on scene here. Our first school comes up and swam away. Oh, okay. But that's... but you, That typical bluefin. But um, you're seeing them at least, so at least you're in the right area. Yeah, we're in the right area. Yeah, we got a great group on today. We got the, the bug man charter. Oh, you t- tell him I said hello. Steve okay. Duncan. Uh, out till Monday morning, so hopefully we can get on some fish here before the wind starts to blow this afternoon. Very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you got any openings for the rest of the year? Um, We do. We've had a couple cancellations next upcoming week. Um, for some reason, I don't know, people are wanting to cancel. Uh, but you can look at the schedule and... Uh, Get on a trip if uh, the, you get get on the schedule and the trip is full that you're looking at. You get on the standby list, and if something pops up or somebody cancels, you'll get an email that tells you that there's an opening if you'd like to book. You can right. log on and book right online. Uh, what's the best uh, place to book online or phone number? OceanOdysseyFishing.com or give Dina a call at 619 889 4535. 
But the, the fishing has not slowed down in the least bit. Well, you know what day were we out? The fish didn't bite the other day. We left with their auto fishing, and then the fish started biting. They bit for 48 hours straight, and then yesterday morning, it seemed like at 4 in the morning, they quit biting again, of course, because they know we're coming. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping, hoping they go back on the bite again today. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. These fish are the important thing. You, you guys have them in a general area. It's just a matter of when the trigger goes up. People don't realize fish don't eat 24 seven. They they don't. No. Okay. No. Uh, and when they do that, when they do bite for 48 hours straight, when they shut down, um, it's probably going to be at least another 24 hours before they start to bite again. So. So here's got, a question got, for you hours. and you and Steve Carson: Could they be spawning? Pretty unlikely in our area. Okay. Um, no, I think it, I think I think they are spawning in our area. The fish that we're seeing now, according to Noah, um, we have not seen in the past, and we're seeing some like three, four, five pounders, wow. which is a good indication that the fish are spawning here. We just wow. need to catch some and wow, get them, yeah. them so that they can verify it. Yes. And so the reason yeah, they're, if they're getting fish that tall, that 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 that's a, that's a fish that spawns somewhat locally. Because assuming that they were that they were spawned in the Sea of Japan in the usual place, and they start swimming straight here, uh, they still weigh nine or ten pounds when they get here. So, one that little uh, that uh, that would have ha- that would have happened around here somewhere. And and the reason I say that because if they're if they're feeding for forty eight hours, a lot of times it's not feeding. It, it's it's spawning. Mm. It's the excitement. It's the territorial nature of them. So that's why they may be biting straight for 48 hours. Love well, is in the water. I, I, I'm never eating when I'm spawning. You don't? Well, well, I no, 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 no. It's aggression. Uh, it's yeah. aggression. It's uh, <laughs> I do. It, it's part of the... It's like bass. You know, sand bass, I remember, would go on the chew for two months. Nonstop, any time of the day, you'd go out there in the spawning at, at, at Huntington Flats, and no matter what, you came at twilight, you got your limit. You went pre-quarter the next day, you got yeah. your limit. All the half bait boats getting their limit. It, it's yeah. it's because they're burning so many calories. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's territorial. It's aggression. It's it, it's it's spawning. You get angry. Uh, so they, they they attack not mm. because they're hungry. But because they're saying, no, this is my area. Get out of here. Uh, Tony just bit me. All right. And so since they have no arms to swat you or punch you, like I should hit you both in the back of the head right now, okay, um, uh, they they just take a bite out of your bait. And that's, that's, that's why I say, you know, maybe a 48-hour nonstop, I mean, that could be a lot of things beyond just feeding yeah. frenzy. So. Well, if they are spawning, what we need to do is I guess I need to bring some school equipment with me from our winter program and get some water samples, and we can take them in, and we can actually see what's in the water to, mm. to see if we can find out what, what, what they're doing. You know what? That would not be a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. That would not be a bad idea. I'd, I'd be interested in finding out. Some DNA. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, uh, one more time, uh, Rick. Phone number and... Um, and, and website. Uh, hang on here. Uh, OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Uh, you can book right online. I'm looking at a I'm looking at fish right here, I think. That's and, what I figured. Uh, yeah, OceanOdysseyFishing.com. You can book right online. Or you can give Dina a call at 619-889-4535. And I don't know when the next openings are. I know we have... Uh, 
Turner's Outdoors on the next trip, but I think that one is sold out. You, but they can just check on the website. You got one opening on August 23rd, so get out there, guys. Yeah. Okay, so on the 23rd, there's one spot. Okay, that's how good this boat is. So, um, uh, all right, so I, I can hear the meter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I can, uh, yeah, and you tell me you're seeing a lot of fish? Um, haven't seen a lot yet. We, just, we are just now getting into the area. It was, it was a long 85-mile ride last night, 90-mile ride. Actually, it's 90 miles now. We're, we're getting to right here. But, yeah, so we're just getting here. Guys are seeing fish. Um, they're catching a couple. Uh, one one here, one there. So hopefully we can get in here and the bite turns on and we can get on a good school and drift all day long with the engines off and catch a bunch of fish. Excellent. I know TJ's in the zone too, so he called in a little yeah. earlier. So excellent. All right, Captain Rick Scott, Ocean Odyssey out of H&M Landing. Anything else you want to say, Rick? Um, if you do come out, come prepared. We don't know. Oh, there's a fish jumping right there. We don't know what we're going to do uh, when we leave the dock. You know, the Dorado went off the bite again for the last two days. Um, it was really good Dorado fishing there for a few days, and then they just shut off. So maybe maybe they're spawning. I don't know what they're doing, but there's, we're seeing big schools. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, we're seeing, but we're seeing big schools of uh, Dorado, but they just they don't want to bite. Well, I better bring my bow. Okay, start throwing <laughs> some bait. Nice school here. I saw that. Okay, listen, go to work, Captain. I'll talk to you next week. Okay, everybody have a great week, and uh, hopefully we call them with some good news. All right, I love it. Okay, well, listen, right, Steve. Everybody, go to Facebook. Steve Carson put up the five rigs you don't leave dock without. So he listed that over there. Check it out. That's perfect list uh, at the bare minimum. What you need to get. Okay. See, Sergio. Here, here's the other thing: is people they they may talk to their buddy at work or their relative or whatever, and and he'll say, "Oh, I went out last week and I only used fill in the blank," mm-hmm. and he'll mention one or two rigs. And on any given trip, it is true, you may only use one or two rigs. Maybe you'll only use your 40-pound rig the whole day, and you'll do great. The problem is you have schools of tuna swimming around out there, and, and that's news to me about the three- and four-pounders. What Richard said, that's, that's pretty exciting. Um, if there is actually some spawning going on on our side of the Pacific, that is pretty amazing. That's been about 40 years since the last time there's any confirmed, you know, really small ones like what he's talking about. That's that's great. But but you may go out and there may be a school of 10, 12, 15 pounders, maybe 20 pounders, which is not a bad fish. And they may be 80 and they may be 180. And there's starting to be some 200 pounders, which means the 300 pounders are not far behind. And you don't know before you leave the dock what size fish is going to come up under the boat that you're on. And that's, it, it just think of your fishing sets like golf clubs. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't go out and play, play against a great player, A, and B, play on a, on a, on a great course with one club. And, right. and yet, you could actually do better with one golf club than you could with one fishing rod, because although you'd miss opportunities to do better, you would ultimately get the ball in the hole, even with only one club. Right, so you don't but think I should just out, go out with my bass rod? Um, yeah, yeah, Ron, Ron, next time you go bluefin fishing, only let Sergio have the bass rod. No <laughs> I did it last trip. Ask, no matter how much you ask for anything else, don't let him have them. 
Well, you know what the thing was, Steve? He actually fished at night, so everything's off the board right this minute. <laughs> Sergio fished at night? That doesn't seem possible. No, yes, yeah, he well, did. Well, Rhonda was there, and I, I actually caught a fish. I actually caught about a 60-pounder. It was, it was wow. I go, man, I should be in my bunk. But anyway, uh, but, you know, I'm taking the bass rod with me to the Queen Charlotte Safaris next week. I'm going to take it with me down to the East Cape. I've caught marlin. I've caught sharks. I've caught I caught bluefin on the with TJ on twelve pound test. So, you know, but Stephen and and Rick and Ron are right. You have to have the right. I do it because I like to play around. But if you really want to maximize your maximize your chances of catching a fish, you got to have the right gear. Okay, so that's all good. All right, so tuna all over. Rick giving us the, the info there. Let's get back to the black pearl. Because the Black Pearl was simply an amazing trip. You want? To, I'll let you talk about it a little bit. Okay, hey guys, I, I at at the end here, I'm going to give you some information about getting a hold of the Black Pearl and stuff like that. But I'm just going to tell you, you know, everybody knows that I'm not a great big giant fan of rock fishing. But as everybody knows, if you go to up to that area, it is incredible. I mean. Like Sergio, you, he already said it. You drop once or twice, and you have your limiter red. You do this. Uh, we had lingcod. We had uh, halibut. We had red. We had bicachos. We had you name it. We caught a few fish that, huh? you know, you look at it and go, wow, where'd that come from? But it, it, it is just, it is so worth it. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a drive, but I'll tell you what, guys. It is so worth it. You, you want to fi- you know what? I love it. I, I, it was so much fun. I had a blast. And and not to mention the uh, people up there were just so friendly. Uh, they welcomed us. They, they did everything that they could possibly do. And you know what? It was just natural. These people are the greatest people up there. Uh, Hollywood, Lisa, uh, I want to say uh, Lori, uh, Carla, uh, all the people that we met, the mayor, Carla, uh, she, incredible people. It, it's just, um, it is well worth it. Get out there and go out there and, you know, give. I'm going to give a number here in a minute when Sergio's all done. And, and uh, I couldn't speak more highly of this. Yeah, uh, you know, the fishing was just simply unbelievable. The weather was not the best on that particular on the first day. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was doable the second day. Uh, but, oh, my, the food. Oh. The f- I must have gained five pounds easily, and I couldn't say no. I mean, and, and here's a sad thing, and, and you know, you're Andrew, you're a, a food connoisseur, more of a sewer than a con. Mm, yeah, but, that's a, yeah. Uh, but but you know food because I can tell because you got well, I yeah, you, you can know, tell I can tell my yeah, body yeah, type. Yeah, yeah. But, he, but here's the point: <laughs> I couldn't I'm, I'm make up bone. my mind. <laughs> Of what I was going to have, yeah, it's one they, of everything. Well, no, that, that and I, I, I ate something, and I, I see something that I've, I haven't seen before. It just blew my mind. They took Fritos, mm-hmm. you know, the Fritos, the chips, mm-hmm. and homemade chili on top of that. Mm. And I, it looked crazy. I, I had to try that out. Wow, it was good. And then they had chili bowls. They had um, clam chowder. Clam chowder. She had pulled pork. I mean, did, this was not your typical. What, what, what was this? A cruise ship that you guys were, did, were fishing? You off might of? as well have been in a cruise ship. And I'll tell you what. And the, and the reason we're not talking about so much the fishing, it, because the fishing for me limits was probably in, in, yeah. in an hour. In two hours we had limits. And we saw halibut come up. One was th- weighed. 32 pounds and 28.5. Okay, we had lingcod. They weren't the huge lingcod. We didn't get into those, but we got lingcod. But I'll tell you, 
I must have had one Boccaccio just shy of 15 pounds. The thing was, I never touched the bait. I had one jig, one jig only that I tried, and it was like, I dropped it. I go, I'm going to throw the, you know me. Mm-hmm. What's the ugliest thing I have in my tackle box? Let's see if I can get bit on that. Ugly. I was going to say a picture of me, but. Yeah, well, I, I, I oh, sent it close. down, and it, <laughs> never, <bite> on. <laughs> it never stopped working, except <laughs> at the end. I think it was the last drop. I get it hung on a rock. I never got it back. Oh, donation. But other than that, it was fantastic. So I want to talk highly about recommend the, the Black Pearl, back. okay? And um, it was simply, simply amazing. All right, folks, you're listening to Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA. We'll be right back with one more segment. And then we're going to be heading over to the uh, Mile Square Golf Club. Go to there, and um, we're going to have breakfast with us. All right, we'll be right back. Oh, give me the beat, boys, and free my soul I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul Angels Radio AME 30 Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AME 30. With that, the music repertoire for this weekend for Tony Williams, Biden man himself. This was all for you. See the music? We changed it up a little bit. So when I get all the complaints from the old fogies uh, that you know why uh, rock and roll, classic oh, this and that, this is nothing. You know, okay. No, so, 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 so. I wasn't open season now. It wasn't you. It was for. <laughs> I'll tell you for who right now. Don Southern and, and Ron. They always finagle about the music too. This music was for you, Tony, since you Thank were you here. So okay, it's good to have an open mind and, and and appreciate all the other songs. I mean, you, Andrew, love country western. I love it. Okay, so we'll, well, next time when you come in, we'll do the country western for mm. you. And Tony, this is more. You know, I like it all. In fact, we listen to this at yeah. home. I got a 32 year old son that loves this music and keeps us uh, uh, up to the, to the is stuff. Is he that old now? 
Yep, Sebastian just turned 32. I know, it's crazy. 32, wow. 32, yeah. You, you're old enough to be my uh Well, I mean, my you, the reason why you were married the year I was born, I mean, put them both together, I know, that's I cool. But, uh, again, congratulations to your mom, Agar, and Tom, Tony. Yeah. 30 years. Happy anniversary, Mom. Wow. You just tell them that Sergio says they're amateurs. 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 <laughs> yeah, we just had our 37th, so they're amateurs. We're going to have a little celebration this afternoon. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm an amateur to, to Danny. Danny is way over 50 now. Yeah. Can you yeah. believe I'm going to be 37 wow. next week? You're going to be 37 next week? Isn't that weird? I'm Is that getting a plug old. for your birthday, Andrew? Huh? Is that a plug God, for your birthday? What a bunch of babies. No, but I'm getting old. What a bunch of babies. At least I'll be fishing, yeah. though. I'll be on the Freedom. You'll be on the Freedom. There mm-hmm. you go. All right, well, let me let me bring it back around. And, uh, Ron, you wanted to give the information yeah, to the Black Pearl? you know, there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can call Verge's Landing at 805-772-1222. Or, you know, go, go to the website. You just, uh, Verge's Landing. And, or they also, you can join the uh, group uh, on Facebook. It's uh, Friends of Black Pearl. And uh, you can get in touch with them that way. Um, and once again, I just cannot speak about Boats Immaculate, Comfortable. Rides great. We had some weather that, you. It was a victory at sea, um, but it was. I can't. You know, I love rock fishing now. <laughs> you get spoiled. I don't think we went over three hundred feet. Three hundred. Yep. Um, barely. And um, again, really good fishing up there. Um, but other than that, I said it earlier when we were talking to TJ. Um, you can. You can't guarantee fish. But you can guarantee service. And the food, the service, the crew, uh, huge shout-out to Gambit and a huge shout-out to Bud. Um, the the second ticket and Gambit was on, on deck. Um, just amazing, amazing work. And I uh, just want to say uh, thank you. Thank you for a very, very pleasant um, reverse day and a half. And caught a lot of fish and made a lot of friends and it was really cool so hollywood lisa thank you so much and i told lisa she should start calling in and giving us an update when they go fishing so hopefully they'll, they'll do that well their marketing manager hollywood should start calling in at least somebody should call in from hollywood. up there because uh you know you guys really need and we're going to do our job at this end but they would love to hear from you from a live report and what you're doing every single day and uh, I, I can't speak highly enough about it. it just that, That's you know really what? good. Wow, really good. incredible. But moving on here, let me tell you, I just saw a picture that Steve sent me of him at 30. How picture. many years ago was that? How long was his hair? Well, I don't know. See, he, <laughs> I do the math. Uh-huh. He was on the original trolling team on Noah's Ark. Hey, I was right next Wait, to him. With, Stop with it. Ron. Wasn't he fishing ne- next to a mammoth? Or is that oh, way back? No, 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 no. Because yeah. they were in the Ark. Oh, in the arc. I was catching, I was catching mammoth fish. There you oh, go. Yeah. Good well, I'll give him that. So, so, yeah, Way to go, that, buddy. That it, yeah. <laughs> Methuselah is nobody. Way to speak if you don't up know for the old guys. Does it, do you, get, you know what Methuselah is? Who's Methuselah? Isn't that the lady with all the... That's Medusa. No, that's Medusa. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I love it. Who, who okay, and what? who was Methuselah? Uh, okay, Methuselah, Methuselah was a famous Greek goddess back in okay. 1942. <laughs> Was I like forty two? Steve Carson, you wanna enlighten them? She was the daughter of Zeus. Methuselah. <laughs> Methuselah was the person in the Bible Correct. who lived the longest. I think it was like 
900. Yeah, I don't the exact number. 957 years. Nine, yeah, 956, 959. Yeah, I remember that. Very. Oh, see, that's, that, that's why. See, that's why Carson mm-hmm. and I can carry a conversation. I can't yeah, carry. Okay. They, you guys say, oh, how come you're condescending to me? Well, this is why. You don't know crap. Before my time. <laughs> I almost said a bad word there. Yeah. Leilani, I hope you were ready with that seven second. <laughs> now we're good. Um, no, it, I'll tell you what. Um, uh, good stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I love that picture, Steve. You should post it up on Friends of Angler Chronicles. That, that was really cool uh, to see you at 30 with, you know what, two very nice fish. Uh, what were they? I didn't pay attention. Bluefin or yellowfin? Those are big eye tuna. Oh, big eyes. There you go. Okay, so that's so. a clue about when, the, well, about when that picture happens. Very cool, very cool. I think they're. Are you watching it now? Are you looking at it now? Yeah, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, it's a really nice fish. Catch one! Wow. Yeah, big guy. My biggest big guy was 125 weight. That's good. Okay, I was on the, on, on the Thunderbird back in the day with Kenny Wager and uh, Beaker were the captains. Hmm. We went out. We were actually not looking for blue, but big guy. We were looking for albacore. And that came early morning. But anyway, um, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, uh, right now, folks, you got to get out and fish. Uh, I do want to do something special here. We'll leave it towards the end there. Uh, but fishing is simply unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's good for a private boater. It's great for the reg- the the big boats. Um, just got to get out. Saltwater, mm-hmm. freshwater, everything's. A lot, lot of things are happening right uh, now. There was a notable catch this week. Yes, you want to cover that? Actually, there was two. The first one is definitely going to be this Opa mm-hmm. that was caught on the Horizon Charters out of H&M Landing. Uh, this fish weighed 188.6 pounds. Uh, the current record is 180 pounds, 12 ounces. So it beats it, you know, seven and a half, almost eight pounds. That's that's a big Opa. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I wish Sergio I would. And yeah. Andrew, I, I want to interrupt. Something on social media has been annoying the you know what out of me all week over this OPA catch, which is spectacular and awesome. The general public, large numbers of them, do not know the difference between an OPA and a MOLA. And people have been criticizing this catch and saying you shouldn't try to fish for them. They're not edible. Uh, They just lay on the surface sunning themselves. I just want to reach to the computer and smack them. Yeah, it's two so, different things. Opa, O-P-A-H, uh, they, they actually don't look anything at all like molas, yeah. so, mm-hmm. but they sound the same, and therefore the general public thinks they're the same. Well, they're a drive flat fish. Nuts, drive mm-hmm. me nuts. They're a, they're a very they're thin, thin. They're a very thin, flat fish. Looks like a big, huge. Yeah, play. no. But no, yeah, they the don't colors. Look anything like at all. Well, the colors, Steve. If you look at them, if they side by side, they probably swim different. And the colors are just. There's no way you can make. You can't mess exactly. it up because the color exactly. of a of a an opa is that bright gold red, um, beautiful colors, and then the. The, the mola, I mean, it's just that pale, yep. white, gray stuff, so it's not, not the same. Yeah, but you're, I'm glad you made that distinction. Okay, what's the other catch? That's the other catch is uh, was caught actually offshore, a yellowtail from, uh, from the surf. And the guy uh, walked it down uh, to land it off the rocks. Um, I mean, they can do it in Mexico, but now they're starting to do it out here. So fishing is just getting well, crazy. And Steve Carson... That is, Sergio, I want to, I want to, uh, that, that was an amazing catch. That was made in an exact spot where 
back in the Fred Flintstone days, and before that seawall was built, but on that exact spot, I took Ronnie, and he caught Yellowtail off, and so did I, off those same exact rocks in that same exact spot. Very cool. That very was cool. that was a very historic spot, and if you go far enough back, uh, it was actually a pretty good spot for Yellowtail. No big ones. The size of the one that was caught there in that picture, and it's a beautiful fish. The guy caught it with his young son. Uh, that's kind of the size that they always were there, so... If that fishery comes back, that's pretty miraculous. Yeah, really. Yeah, well, that's amazing. You know mm -hmm. what? I, now yeah. I just go, you know, we never know what's going to happen, what's going on with this ocean, because um, I would have never guessed 20 years ago that we'd be sitting here talking about giant bluefin mm -hmm. in and out and in and out. Okay, but listen, we got about uh, three minutes left, so we want to mention, um, ah, this is a sad one. Maui. Let's talk about Maui. Yes. Let's talk about Lahaina. I was going through pictures when I was in, the, in my Pfizer days. Um, we used to go to Maui a lot. And uh, we used to stay in Wailea and then make that drive. Mm -hmm. the uh, Drive to Hana, they would call it. Mm -hmm. Lahaina. And uh, Cheeseburger in Paradise by yeah. Jimmy Buffett is there. I was looking at photos of me and Rhonda mm -hmm. uh, having um, a beautiful burger there. And then across the street was one of Rhonda's favorite um, studios, art studios. We'd go there as well. So you had friends on there, right? Yeah, I had a, a buddy who pretty much lost everything. Uh, he lost two of his boats. He was just starting his uh, charter, charter service and all that. Lost both of his boats, lost his house, lost two cars. Um, but he was able to get his whole family in the truck and take off before That's the flames huge. caught up to him. So. Yeah, I think there are uh, over 80 now of people who lost mm -hmm. their lives. And um, we'll have more information for you next week as to where to go. But I think the Red Cross, you can. Uh, uh, yeah, so what basically what he told me is that all the shelters are completely maxed out. Um, mm -hmm. They're trying to find places to stay. Uh, there's, I, I want to say, somewhere around 8,000 structures that have been lost um, well, the or damaged. Gone. Yeah. Okay, I mean, literally gone. Mm -hmm. So, right, that so they definitely need help out there. Yeah, so I think you can donate to the Red Cross. I think at this moment, your thoughts and prayers, people don't realize this, but if you really are a believer and you really do pray, it mm -hmm. does make a difference. So highly recommend uh, praying when you can. All right, and if you can donate, you know, find mm -hmm. some some way of getting you getting over there. Your job, Igfa, is mm -hmm. to by next Saturday, mm -hmm. give us a place where they can go ahead and give us a number of information where people can donate. Yeah. Okay, I know the Red Cross is general and they're, they're doing a lot of stuff there, but yeah, I, I was actually thinking of doing like a GoFundMe or something and then making him spearhead it because he knows pretty much all the community there and all that, and he would be definitely one to. You know, try to get them aid directly, you know, so that way you know that it's going to go directly to what they need. Okay, well, listen, I want to thank all of you, Steve Carson and Igfa. Thanks for coming in. And Tony, uh, you're not Mia, you're here. Okay, and Ron. And I will be leaving on Friday to British Columbia. I'm going to be up at Queen Charlotte's uh, filming. Uh, so I'll be calling you from do you, do you British get a carry on? Columbia. Because uh, uh, I'm oh. telling you, I'm going to sneak in that thing. You want to? You know, this is a very special one. It's mm -hmm. uh, Rhonda's birthday is on the 22nd next week. Yours is what day? 19th on Saturday. The 19th. So, um, so we're going to say she goes. I go. What do you want for your birthday? She goes. I want to go fishing. I happen to oh. mention it to Valerie. She goes. Come up here. Nice. So we're going to do. Rhonda doesn't know, and I know she doesn't listen to this up this early. So. Uh, we're going to do something very special for her for her birthday. And then John says, well, why don't we film it? And I said, okay. There you go. So we're going to be up doing another you episode. You taking the bass rod? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, King Salmon or Kong. Folks, you know what? Huge. Put put in your thoughts, Maui. Okay? Because they need it. And go fishing. The fish are biting. On behalf of us at Angler Chronicles, we'll talk to you next week. Truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.